welcome to Why Me, the Career Transition Podcast. My name is Career Coach Marcy, and I am your host. And today we are going to talk about the top 10 highest paying careers for individuals with degrees in health science. So a lot of health science jobs feature high salaries, very quick job growth, and the satisfaction of working with people. I'm gonna go over some of the best paying jobs in healthcare that do not require a medical degree. So maybe you're looking for a career in the health science field with that salary, but don't wanna pursue a master's degree. These careers offer opportunities to help others earn a great living and have great career growth. Whatever your strengths, these are some of the best paying jobs in healthcare for those with an undergrad degree. And this is all according to the US Bureau of Labor Statistics. So the first role we wanna go ahead and talk about is medical and health services manager. A medical and health services manager oversees the hospital and the health systems, the doctor's offices and other healthcare facilities and programs. You have to understand how the health system works, but they don't require any clinical expertise. Medical and health services managers should be exceptionally organized, be great communicators, comfortable with terminology and technology and data, as well as being strong problem solvers. You'd have to work with a variety of professionals, including medical, legal, administrative, IT, and other staff members. Most medical and health service managers have an undergrad degree in management or health services field, such as health administration, business administration, health informatics, or they may have developed experience in healthcare already. The annual salary averages more than $100,000 for this particular role, but with a graduate degree, you could earn up to $106,000 a year. Without your graduate degree, you would still earn approximately $90,000 per year. The next role we're gonna talk about is biomedical engineer. They specialize in developing medical products and usually work for medical equipment and supply companies. And they, they usually are the, those that calibrate the machines that operate in hospital facilities. So while their primary focus is developing or improving medical devices and equipment, some biomedical engineers specialize in installation and troubleshooting, project management, or sales and support. You're usually on the cutting edge of learning all these new technologies such as, such as remote robotic surgeries or even brain machine interfaces. Most biomedical engineer majors are studying bioengineering or another form of engineering, such as mechanical or electrical engineering. A master's degree is helpful for management or senior roles, but not required for an entry-level role. The internships that they offer will help you gain experience and develop a network of professional peers and experiment with different disciplines. Great part is the annual salary for this role is $92,000 a year. So again, without the master's degree, 
you still can earn $92,000 a year. And that is the average annual salary. The next one we're going to look at is radiation therapists. Radiation therapists administer radiation therapy primarily to patients with cancer. This is a very, very close role that requires you to have empathy and understand that patients may be physically or mentally distressed. So you can become a radiation therapist with either an associate's degree or a bachelor's degree, though many employers prefer the four-year bachelor's degree for management in higher roles. In most states, you must earn certification by graduating from an accredited school and passing the American Registry of Radiologic Technologists certification examination. Radiation therapists also need physical stamina to assist patients as necessary. Now, this position averages $87,000 a year. So while it does require a degree, you can actually have an associate's degree and pass the certification and earn that same salary. Next, we have dental hygienists. A dental hygienist, as you all know, as long as you go to the dentist, they clean your, they clean your teeth, they take x-rays, they polish your teeth, and they help the dentist with different procedures. They also help educate patients on good dental hygiene and most dental hygienist positions only require an associate's degree, which typically can take around three years, and it includes a state licensing exam. The specific requirements do vary by state, but most states require graduating from an accredited program and passing that same license exam. You must be able to communicate well with patients and address their physical and mental discomfort. It is a demanding job that involves a lot of bending and standing. The average salary per year for a dental hygienist is $79,000 per year. We're coming up to number five, where we are going to look at a dietitian or nutritionist, and they educate patients on food choices and nutrition, as well as help them adopt the right diet for their health needs. They work in a variety of settings, including hospital government branches, nursing and re residential care facilities, physicians' offices, or even health service offices. Dietitians must earn certification and are legally allowed to treat clinical conditions related to diet and nutrition. Those requirements for nutritionists vary from state to state and are typically very less demanding. Some states don't even have requirements. Nutritionists can receive certification from the board for certification for nutrition specialists if they like to do so as well. Dietitians and nutritionists must understand psychology, communication, as well as the biology of diet and nutrition. And a dietitian and nutritionist earns an average of $65,000 per year. Well, that is the first five. We're going to take a moment and come right back where we're going to wrap up the last five highest paid positions that you can actually work in with a health science degree. And welcome back to Why Me, the Career Transition Podcast. I'm your host, career coach Marcy. And today we're talking about the highest paying health science careers that you can go into. And 
I just want to go ahead and start off with number six. But remember, many of the, many of the best paying jobs in healthcare require a master's degree and also often require a certification. So the next one I want to talk about is at the top of the list. This is the highest paying role that you can go into with a health science degree. And that is physician assistant. Physician assistants are not licensed physicians, but they can diagnose and treat conditions. They typically work in hospitals and health systems or other healthcare settings such as clinics, schools, even correctional facilities. Legally, a physician must supervise their work. However, the degree of oversight varies by state. Like physicians, physician assistants must be effective communicators. The typical undergraduate degree for a physician assistant includes health science fields or biology. You must complete a master's degree from an accredited program and pass the licensing exam from the National Commission on Certification of Physician Assistants. Many physician assistants pursue other certifications in specialty areas as well. And the average annual salary for a physician assistant right now is $118,000 a year. So now we're going into roles that actually pay enormous amounts of money, but require a lot more time in school. Coming in next, we have a genetic counselor. As genetics advances as a field, it raises many complicated emotional and ethical issues such as genetic embryonic screening and genetic testing for inherited conditions. Genetics counseling is a relatively new field developed in response to these kinds of issues. Many states have different licensing rules, but most employers require certification from the American Board of Genetics Counseling to become certified. You must graduate with an accredited master's program and pass the exam. Genetics counselors must be expert communicators and treat their patients with respect and empathy. Some of your patients in this role are often making some of the hardest decisions of their lives. So while most genetic counselors were part of a hospital or a healthcare system, especially academic medical centers, some practice independently. And the average salary for a genetic counselor is $87,000 per year. Next coming in is occupational therapists. And they help patients with injuries or other physical conditions that affect their daily lives. These professionals teach patients how to complete exercises and perform daily activities with less pain or risk of injury. Occupational therapists must have a bachelor's degree and master's degree from an accredited school, complete field work hours at a facility where they are observing, or as they would say, shadowing, and you must pass the National Board for Certification in Occupational Therapy to obtain licensure. Many OTs work in hospitals, physical therapy practices, or in schools, they, the, and they also work in nursing homes or home health care. Occupational therapists must be physically able to assist patients with limited mobility and demonstrate exercises. You must be able to motivate your patients, especially when they are tired or in pain. The average salary for an occupational therapist is $87,000 per year. Next, we have speech pathologists. Speech pathologists 
help patients with speech issues or trouble swallowing. They usually work more in schools or with adults in a private speech therapy practice or in the hospital. When I used to work in long-term acute care, we had speech language pathologists as well to help individuals who suffered from strokes and needed to learn how to speak and articulate properly again. Typically, a speech pathologist holds an undergrad degree in speech therapy, health science, or biology. All states require licensing. You must graduate from an accredited master's program, complete field work hours, and pass the exam. The certification would be obtained from the American Speech Language Hearing Association. The average annual salary for this role is $82,000 per year. And last but not least, epidemiologists. And they study the distribution, cause and prevention of disease. It requires understanding both of biological causes of the disease and social factors that affect them, such as beliefs, behaviors, and cultures. COVID actually highlighted the importance of epidemiologists in preventing infectious diseases and reducing their impact. Many work to prevent non-infectious preventable diseases such as cancer by studying environmental factors like pollution and behaviors like smoking or dietary habits. Most epidemiologists work for state and local governments, but they also work in hospitals, healthcare systems, and nonprofits, including international development organizations. They analyze tons of data and they perform research in labs, communities, or both. Most epidemiologists have doctorate degrees, but they do have entry-level positions that you can have simply a master's degree. This is one of the few best paying healthcare jobs that does not require a license. And the average annual salary to be an epidemiologist is $76,000 a year. So there you have it. The top 10 highest paying careers that you can go into with your health science degree. Thank you so much for listening this evening. My name is Career Coach Marcy. And if you have found that you are looking for your career journey and you do not understand the path that you are on right now, I can help you. I offer career assessments and I also have a six week, very intensive accelerated career coaching program that will teach you how to create your resume and cover letter how to ace the interview, how to negotiate your salary, but most of all, how to network so you can be successful for all of the years that you are here in the career field. Now, one thing is certain, you'll never understand the mindset of the recruiter or the hiring manager, but I do offer something to help get you out of that jam quick and easy. And it is called the Frequently Asked Interview Questions and Answer Flashcards. I have those available now on my website. You can actually click the link here where you will find my episode and you'll be able to find it. And don't forget to follow me on Facebook, LinkedIn, and also Instagram at 
Career Coach Marcy. Thank you so much for listening and have a wonderful evening. Thank you.